When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! At least we're done an hour early. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Stars lose tonight with a final score four to nothing. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN anytime you're on DraftKings. Want to get some extra free little goodies over there? Um, kind of a stinker. Hello, James. What's going on? Uh, it's going good. I luckily feel a lot better than I did last night. Still sick, obviously, but uh, a whole lot better. So. That's good. How do you feel about the hockey game? Speaking of, sick? Um, well, I was uh, trying to not think about it. Honestly, I mean, it it really didn't feel like we were doing that bad tonight. And then you, it's just like the players who did bad were. It, it's so surprising. It makes no sense. De- definitely agree with that. I mean, let's just get straight into it. First period, pretty good back and forth period. Really, what this would kind of boil down to me was the the players that the lightning want to get their, those chances got them and the stars didn't capitalize on their chances. Um, and the lightning, the lightning chances came off of two bad plays by the stars, top pair Miro and Suter, both making bad plays on both of those goals. So I, I'm not even going to just blame Suter. Miro was not good on no, either of those as well. Yeah. And it, it really felt like a lot of our chances in the first, we like didn't get high enough. I felt like we were shooting a little low on them, which it's probably because of two nights ago when we scored it on him through the five hole like three times but i mean you should have learned very quickly that that was not going to work yeah and they they did not learn that throughout the night uh vassy was great the entire game stopped pretty much every puck he had some really fantastic timely saves that we'll talk about later but just kind of sticking back to the first period i mean really weird game for hayskin it felt like this might have been his worst game of the season like did not feel like he had the 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 passing through the neutral zone. Well, the stats prove it. He finishes with a minus three tonight. Suter finishes with a minus four, mm-hmm. and then I I know they're on the ice more than most of the other people on the defensive core, but that is still some pretty terrible numbers. It, it's awful numbers, especially for Suter. I mean, Suter got beat out by Thomas Harley. The, Thomas Harley was far and away our best defenseman tonight. I mean, it wasn't not even a question. He played 22 and a half minutes, which is the season high for, I think that's a career high for him, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, he, he, 
eventually, like after the second or third goal, you have to be like, okay, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be like, maybe Suter shouldn't be playing for 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's so confusing. It's so, it's so frustrating that our two best defensemen were the problem children all night long, all night long. Yeah. Combined. That was probably the worst game that the top pair has played. Probably the worst Easy. game Suter has played. Probably the worst game Haskin has played individually as well. I mean, the, not even just a pair. I think that was overall those two guys' worst game. It's easily the worst game we've seen Haskin play by by far. It's been the it was the worst game he played. And, and, and it's Suter because, didn't help him. And that's that's just Suter things. <laughs> yeah, and it's because it's the the things. The first two goals is Haskin making bad plays in his own end when he doesn't have the puck, and that's something that he's normally so good at is playing without the puck in his own end down deep knows exactly how to stop the, stop the offense from getting what they want. And he just completely doesn't do that. Both the goals come from cross crease passes right in front of the crease. And whose job is that to stop the, the two defensemen? And that's whose job it is. Both times. Neither of them are in front of the net either. Neither of them are there. Yeah. The, the first one Miro overextends on uh Suter can't get a stick on the guy. Both those guys have a chance to make a good play. They don't. And pretty much the exact same thing on the other one, except Miro doesn't overextend this time. He just kind of falls on his butt. I don't know. <laughs> and then Suter, Suter had a, should have had an easier time getting a stick on or getting a stick Might on the puck. And doesn't get anything. He's big and slow. Yeah. So really not good on those first two goals. Um, but overall, starts had their chances to that period and couldn't cash in on them. Like you said, poor shooting. And I tend to agree with that. But on to the second. This was a fantastic period from the Stars. I mean, yeah, I mean it's hard to be all doom and gloom after having a period like that because the second was super good. Yeah, I mean, we had the pressure basically the whole time. There were chances that the Lightning had in that period too, but it felt like we did a better job of getting in the way and breaking them up. And again, we saw Marchment come back on lots of opportunities tonight as well. I mean, there's just... We, we did a lot right in that second period and we just couldn't put it in the back of the net. And really a lot of that comes down to just like Vassy was seeing everything tonight, literally everything. He saw every single puck that came his way. Not once was, did he, did it feel like he had lost where the puck was? And honestly, I kind of blame that on the stars quite a bit. I mean, at some point you got to realize he's get, he's getting in front of everything. He's seeing everything. Go to the front of the net, please. Somebody. You got to make you got to make an adjustment and really didn't feel like they they were. I mean, they got the good cycle game going and it was pretty good, especially in that second period it was fantastic the cycle was. But you're exactly right. When the goalie is on and he's obviously on tonight needing a response from him after getting pulled in the second period. You knew he was going to do that. He's the best goalie of the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. You have to do something different. And they didn't get to that. And it feels like they have gone to the deflection a lot less this year than they have last year. That might be partially due to the power play. We talked a little bit about on Sunday, how we just aren't really getting the power play chances, maybe not getting really the chance to get those deflection goals. But, I mean, we've seen Pavelski still score a couple on deflections, but no one else is really doing it like they were last year. So I definitely think keeping the passing going, because I'm liking where that passing is, especially in the second period, love seeing those passes. They were super good. But getting some dirty goals as well, you kind of need that combination, especially when you're playing good goaltending. You're exactly right, James. Yeah, I mean, it's happened to us multiple times now. It feels like every time we run into a goaltender who's semi-competent, we, we just forget how to get in front of the net at all. I mean, we just don't go there. Yeah, definitely agree.
And, and honestly, it's a little bit of a good uh, a good thing that we're able to to blame the Stars for good goaltending, which is something we might not used to be able to do. But a good team should still find a way to score on a goal who's playing very well. And that's what the Stars can and should do. I mean, they have every opportunity to, like like you said, get in front of the net, deflect pucks, cause havoc, get a dirty goal. And it didn't really look like any of that even was close to materializing for the Stars tonight. So we definitely need to get some of that, especially when we're playing goalies who are on. And as the exact same thing, that's the only other regulation loss we had was when Dimco was playing outstanding and we had the exact same complaint. All right, yeah, Dimco's and, playing and great. Don't let him play. If he can't see, he can't it, save it. It's the same thing. I think the other loss was in overtime to the Golden Knights. Uh, Hill was playing amazing that night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to get in front of the goaltender and not let him see the puck. Yep. So after the second period, we said second period, pretty great. Only four shots for Tampa in the second period, 10 for the Stars. Lots of scoring chances for Dallas. I mean, I probably count five saves that were just outstanding by Vasilevsky in that period. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210. The Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154. The Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. The third period... Still 2 nothing. You're still in the game. You expect a big bounce back, and this is really what makes this game sting for me more than anything is the response in the third period, which was pretty much nothing. Nothing. It was, it was pretty much just bad play and overall not taking advantage of chances you had. So two goals that are scored in this third period, both unassisted, both on just terrible individual Wait. efforts. I mean – the Delandre one, that's that's the worst he play Delandre's made all year. Probably going to be the worst one he does make. He's probably going to be pulled out of the lineup for it because that's what happens when you're the last forward. You make a mistake like that, you're probably going to get pulled out. Yeah. The Lindell one, he literally passed it to Sorelli, who's already had a goal on the night. And of course, he passed it to him that right in the slot. 
That was, that was Suter? Suter, Chris. That was that was Suter passing to Haskinen, getting him trapped oh, between yeah, two forwards. Yeah, Haskinen yeah. somehow getting it back out to Suter, and Suter throwing it to the middle of the ice. Yeah, I totally missed that. That was Suter. Yeah, that's that. That's why. That's why that's I'm impressive. so upset. <laughs> that's he impressive. Single handedly gave them that goal. So I, I would. I mean that that leaves me to say that Suter's directly involved in. And, and three of the four goals at least. And it's frustrating because on the breakaway goal, Suter was down deep with Hanley as his D partner. He was playing with Hanley as D partner already. He had already been cut from that top unit. They were playing Haskin and Harley. And he's down deep. And uh, I mean, it's still an awful shot from Delhi. Like, what are you going to do? But it's like, come on, please. Probably don't leave your seventh defenseman to dry up top like that. Definitely agree. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, that leads me even more to a worse game from Suter, but I'm not. I'm going to try not to drill that too much because we've it, talked about it, that a lot him, the past few seasons. It was him and Miro both all night long. Yeah, they Miro didn't have a great awful. game either. But but that, it's a bad game for Miro. Suter's bad game is a bad game for anybody. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a bad game for the worst player in the NHL. Directly involved in three goals against is pretty crazy, and the fact that he still gets 20 minutes time on ice is just I mean, that, I, that's I, ridiculous. I don't understand. He yeah, he looked bad from puck drop, and he looked bad all through the rest of the night. Yeah. So the two goals that Tampa Bay scored, like we said, unforced errors by individual players, Dilly and Suter. I apologize. I, I guess I couldn't believe that he could make that big of a mistake after already making two. The, the crazy but. thing is he did it earlier in the period, and yeah. they didn't score on it. But then not, not just poor individual efforts, but – poor team effort in the offensive zone as well. I mean, yeah, the, the hustle to to fight back in this game was not there from the beginning of the third period. You get the power play. You don't even get set up. You don't even get I mean, in the zone. And, and there were, te- there was 10 minutes left on the clock when we got that power play. There was plenty of time. We just, we never got in, didn't get a single shot the entire time. And like, mm-hmm. that's, that's the one chance that you get where you could just sit someone in front of him and not let him see the puck. And, that's what I was thinking like all night long. It's like, man, if we could just get a power play, we just set someone there and then maybe he won't be able to see it. But no, we can't even get in the zone. Yeah. So that, that that's really what takes this game to me from, oh, the goalie stole it to, no, that's that's a stinker of a hockey game. I mean, goalie coming out in that third. In the first two, and then we sucked in the third. Yes. Which you can't do. I mean, we had full, that's a very good chance to go and steal a game when the other team only has a two-goal lead. Yeah, that you just I, killed eight to one two nights ago. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say Vassy stole it in the first. It was pretty even. Vassy did make the bigger saves in that period. I agree with you there. It wasn't like he was ripping the game from my hands. The second period, he definitely did. That was Vassy's period for sure. Third period, the Stars just sucked. You can't come out in the third period like that. You got to fight for points. And the Stars just did not look desperate. It didn't look like they wanted they wanted a point or two. They 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 weren't fighting for it. And and that's what kind of frustrates me to end this game was just how poor that third period was. Yep. Final uh, final notes for me tonight. The deserve to win meter our favorite stat that means nothing, but we love it. Uh, it was at 50% for both teams pretty much going into that third period. It ends the game 73.7% in Tampa Bay's favor. That just tells yeah. you how bad that third period was. Yeah. It was atrocious. Because we kept just turning it over to them over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Um, and yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what I got for night for tonight. James, anything else to add before we do biggest winner, biggest loser? You know, 
if our top pairing defensemen were going to have a bad night, at least it was a night when the other goaltender was on. You know, like, <laughs> if I'm trying to look at anything positively, okay. Sure, we threw away our chance to win, but the other goalie probably would have done that anyway. That's what we'll I mean, tell you. High like, that's what I'm telling myself right now. I, I don't want to deal with it tonight. All right, biggest winners, biggest losers. You got a biggest winner for me, James? Uh, by far and away, I think it deserves to go to Joel or Harley, Thomas Harley. Yes. Without a doubt. Tom, Thomas Harley deserves, deserves it tonight. I mean, even on the power play that we had, he's pretty much the only reason why we got into the zone at the end of it. I mean, we had like that little bit of zone pressure where we finally got in uh, and then we turned it over and they went back the other way. But I mean, he again, plays 22 and a half minutes. That's career high for him. And he looked great all night long. And, you know, maybe that gets him noticed a little bit more and maybe he'll get to play with Haskinen a little more, especially with Suter having the night that he just had. Yeah. Maybe we default to that Haskinen and Harley pairing before it gets to us being down by two yeah. goals in the and, in late in the third. And, and honestly, Haskinen and Harley looked good when they finally put them together. They always look good when they put it them looks together. solid. Yep. My biggest winner. I'm going to give it, I mean, I'm obviously a Stan. I'm giving it to Mason Marchman. I thought he had another really good night. And we talked about recently how he needs to start building that consistency. I feel like he's doing that. E even a game where the majority of the team was playing bad, I feel like Mason Marchman was still getting good chances, still creating good pressure in the offensive zone, and still playing decently solidly in his own end. Not as good as maybe some of the other nights, but the whole team kind of sucked it up. So Marchman still caught my eye a little bit, and he didn't get scored against, and no penalties. So... I'm, I'm going to sing the praises of Mason March while he's doing good. Uh, biggest loser, James. Uh, I'm going to give mine to Miro because you'll probably give yours to Suter, I assume. But M Miro looked off for most of the night. The the falling over randomly, the it just it, it felt like passes were going through him that normally he just breaks up without a second thought. And... That's that's really frustrating to see from your best defenseman in a game where you know the other team's gonna come in with a fire under him because you just beat them eight to one. I mean, you, you can't have a game like that when you know the other team's gonna be at their best. Yeah, Hayskinen made hockey look hard tonight, and he normally makes it look like the easiest thing in the world. So that is definitely what I was thinking when when you said he was off. I'm giving my biggest loser to Ryan Suter. Oh my goodness. That is absolutely night. atrocious. And how do you still honorary biggest loser goes to Pete DeBoer. How do you still play him for 20 minutes when he's having a night like that? Plus you have Joel Hanley. Who else um, are you playing? I, I'd rather see Joel Hanley. Don't care. That was pretty atrocious. Um, Is that it, James? We got anything else to talk about? I really hope Miro stops sucking it up. <laughs> he has been it's, playing. It's, it's felt like that the past couple of games. It's like that's maybe I thought it thought it inkling in the back of my mind. Maybe that's just because he sees how well Quinn Hughes and McCarr are doing right now. It's like at this point, and in, in terms of Norris, he he doesn't stand a chance, man. I mean, he's gonna have to no, score like already. he's gonna have to score like eighty points in the back half of the season. I, I kind of saw this point on social media. It, someone said Miro's not going to win a Norris if Ryan Suter is his partner. 
And that's, that's pr- true. Pretty hard <laughs> to argue against an argument like that. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. He's, if you had a solid partner like McCarr and Hughes have, I mean, that gives him free reign to go score points and do crazy stuff like those guys do. Instead, he's he's babysitting the old man pretty much is what it feels like. And that you don't want to handicap your your star player like that. So th- that's that's some more of a topic for Sunday night. But yeah, didn't feel good tonight, especially up from the blue line. Uh, Stars will be back. We got a loaded into this week, Wednesday against Florida, Thursday against Washington, Saturday against Vegas. All playoff teams, you got to find a way to scrap some points from these games. Two of them are nationally televised as well. So we got some some big ones coming up. Uh, let's see if the Stars can steal a couple points from some, a couple of pretty good teams. So we'll see you back here Wednesday night. Anything else to add, James? Nothing else. Okay. Well, I'm going to stall for a second while I find this video. Good night, y'all. Uh...